Hello and welcome. G'day, g'day. You are listening to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. <laughs> My name's Tim. That was the noise of the Bluetooth speaker. Our producer's name is... That's Reese, a.k.a. Reese6, a.k.a. the man with the plan. A.k.a. I took a photo of him during that intro song because I just realised he looked like a boss. I looked over, <laughs> I was like, never has a producer of a podcast looked cooler. He's kicking back, leaning back, reening, uh, drinking a glass of red wine. He's got Beats by Dre on. <laughs> Bright red Beats by Dre, yeah. by the way. And like, you'd if I didn't know Reese, I'd glance at him and go, okay, there's at least four people that would just do his bidding if he waved his hand <laughs> right now you look like you are in charge man like evil bidding as well you reckon Ken? yeah people would be harmed <laughs> <laughs> how's your week been brother mine's been good man i it's my birthday tomorrow it is your birthday tomorrow, Cam. How I are you forgot. feeling? I kind of forgot, to be honest. My colleague goes, oh, Cam, it's your birthday tomorrow. And I answered it with a really like confusing sentence like, nah, it was on Monday. In my mind, because I just had lost track of the days. Like My brain and mouth decided that it had already happened. And then I, she goes, what? And I was like, uh, I mean, thanks. Yeah, it is tomorrow. <laughs> So is that one of those work happy birthday? Is that one of those work happy birthday ones where they know it's your birthday because they have your details down and stuff like that? Or I had actually it? told her because oh, right, she's yeah. got a tiny little cardboard calendar that she writes things on, yeah. and I told her, "Oh, it's my birthday." Like just in like Nico, um, like red pen, I guess. So it's okay. important. Like what sort of cardboard are we talking? Like a like a beer carton, like rip. You know rip, when it's a down? little bit shiny, like the front of a birthday card. Yes, it's a glossy calendar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so she circles dates and keeps notes on there. And I just saw her doing that about work stuff, like about a campaign that was coming up. And I said, oh, 13th, 13th of Feb, that's my birthday. And then apparently my brain thought, now that you've told her, you don't need to remember. <laughs> it's up to her now, Cam. And she was today. She was like, "Oh, do you want par- do you want party pies for your birthday tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yep." And she goes, "Oh no, I'm not actually going to do anything." <laughs> I, I just want to know what you'd want. What you'd want, so that I can't, so I won't give it to you. How's your week been, man? You started uni. I started uni, man. So like, my first time in uh, adult life studying. Yeah, it's so momentous. It's pretty crazy, man. Talk me through it's that pretty, first pretty 10 crazy. minutes. So I'm doing, uh, for those that don't know, I'm doing studying screenwriting in RMIT and very exciting and, and um, sort of turning in what um, an, an aspect of what you and I, Cam, have been doing for many years now with, with writing and stuff and, and sort of going to progress and, and get those skills better. Mm-hmm. But man, it's awesome. Like I am so very impressed by the teachers that they have at RMIT. Yeah. It's because it, it, the, the, the whole staff are all working professionals mm. currently working in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's exciting awesome, man. though, man. It is that thing though where every class, because it's the first week of, and everyone's like new students of having to go around the room and introduce yourself mm. and everything like that. And even though we get on stage and play all the time and we get on this mic every week and mm. do the podcast, I definitely... It's weird because I don't get nervous doing this. I don't get nervous doing the live podcast or playing live. But in those circumstances, I get nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the most confident, even DiCaprio, if he was told, (laughs) 
Now we're going to go around the room and as it got closer to him, I'm sure he'd be like, oh man, what am I going to say? There's something about team building that just breaks even the most confident man. I think McConaughey would nail it though. You reckon? Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> that man can't do. I mean, he's saved the, he's saved the universe before. so. Yeah, true. <laughs> Have you got someone you've eyed up that could be a, become a friend? Um, I got a couple of people, man. So Yeah, <coughs> spoken to them? It's um, Yeah, spoken to them. It's been, it's been good. One of our good friends, um, Scotty Marinan, um, studies at, um, at RMI. Mm-hmm. too if you uh, are, a, are a band and looking for someone to who's an uh, or, awesome uh, cinematographer mm-hmm. and director he is he is the he's man. man he's 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 amazing and um the fact that i already have him as a as 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 a mate and uh, and and a future colleague hopefully and somewhere down the line who knows yeah um that's awesome but yeah everyone seems really cool man like Everyone that that have like you know when you go around and you do group stuff, everyone seems really switched on and really good writers. So yeah, it's cool. it's a really cool place to be, man. And I'm and I'm and I'm really really psyched about it. And I've also got a new job as well. Yeah, you've done it all, man. Dude, the dream has ended. Can I say though that that was the best year of my fucking entire life? Like, hands was that down. a year? That was a year, dude. A year of no working and just just having fun and partying and, and yeah, man. And it was it was like nothing else. Is that a gap year? I guess so. Yeah, is, that was, what, <laughs> is, that what, <laughs> is that what a gap year is? You just chill? Yeah, I think most, like, well, I did do some traveling. I mean, we went on tours and, and, yeah. and I went over to, I also went on holidays like Vietnam and mm. stuff like that. But most people, when they do a gap year, like they go away on, 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 on like a touring holiday for like a year. True. Like you go away for like that whole, that whole year. Yeah. But my, see, my whole thing was, right. It's everything I want to do is here. Mm. Every ev- everyone I want to hang out with is here. Yeah. So why would I go overseas and stuff like that? I might just I might as well just hang out here and have a really good time. Exactly. And I did, and it was awesome, man. Yeah, it was, man. It was a great year. And and look, I'm 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 happy that you know moving forward and and big steps now and 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 good things on the horizon. But yeah, it was fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah, I drank more than I should ever drink, and I smoked more weed than I should ever smoke. But it was a lot of fun. Good man. Yeah. I'm proud. Yeah. Of you. Thanks, bro. Yeah. All right, Timmy. Well, do you want to tell? Let's imagine that somebody's listening to this, this for the first time. All right. Welcome them. Hello, sweet listener. Welcome to the podcast. Um, my name's Cam. Do we do the whole intro again? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> my name's Cam. My name's Tim. And you're listening to Charging Stallion presents News We Like. We That's are- our producer, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> we are an obscure news podcast, which means it is time to get into the thing. The reason why we're all here, mm-hmm. the reason we're all listening, yep. obscure news. Cam, have you got a story for us, sir? American chess champion just won 12 games of chess while blindfolded and riding an exercise bike. That's bullshit. You don't believe it? <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's just bullshit. A human being fucking do that. Oh, yeah, you're mad. <laughs> You sound like his opponent. <laughs> a dozen chess players are lined up in two rows at tables. Uh, just by the way, before I start reading this story, this story is written by like um, somebody who loves to paint pictures with words. So it's not cool. me giving it this angle, but it's just written like I don't know in a poetic way. That's nice of you to 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 put out. You could have just you could claim this. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my take on the story. A dozen chess players are lined up in two rows at tables. Their eyes are almost always averted from a single blindfolded guest who strokes his wispy beard while sitting atop an exercise bike reciting chess moves. 
His name is American chess grandmaster Timur Garyev. He later tells me, I guess the writer of this article, sorry to just rip off your article and not mention who you were, author. Uh, he later tells me the silence is at his request. He's carrying 12 chess games at once in his head, and if he overhears any inane chatter in the room about the weather, it could set him off his game and remind him of all the junk that he forgot to dump off at the local op shop. <laughs> the best players... Are... <laughs> Did he say that to you, interviewer? Or are you just... A... Does he look like an op shop kind of guy? <laughs> the, best, the best players of the 12 that he's facing off against don't even... Ha... And this blew me away. Don't even have chess pieces on their chess boards. They're, with, they're playing against Garavive, who's sitting on a exercise bike blindfolded and both Garavive and these players are playing the game in their mind that's gnarly and they're all they're, no one's cheating apparently and they're staring out all of them in silence staring out into the distance while they occasionally pause to fill their beer glasses with water okay yeah we already got that they were nerds so here's the thing that here's, here's the thing right so there's no real need for the blindfold except for dramatic effect because there's no chess pieces and there's no chess board or chess pieces in front of him right and the exercise bike is purely a flex like he's asking for silence and that thing i've been on an exercise bike i've been near one they're not silent. They are not silent at all, especially those ones that have the fan as the wheel. Have yeah. You, have you been on those I wonder ones? if it is the fan one. And Garavive's like, I want silence, please. And then... But also when you get tired, it's like... Yeah. Because you don't have that traction. So every pump is an annoying noise. Bloody Garavive. The other thing too that I picked up from that article is kind of sucks that you're the best player in the in the world at your sport yeah and you're still so poor that you have to go up shopping every weekend you know mm. what i mean like you can't be in some nice adidas or some nike gear yeah you know what i'm saying you reckon that um the bike is probably borrowed <laughs> the bike's definitely borrowed bro that sucks because I, I would i don't know like would you do you reckon there is any money in chess there must be but if garavive can play blindfolded and mm. he He's still out of hitting the op shops. <laughs> What's the hope who's for the rest of them? Who's better than Garavive? I'm not sure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are just screwed. Yeah. Did you think it was ever possible that a game... Like, when I read that, that's the first mm. time I knew that a game could be played without pieces. Um, I guess it makes sense now, but I hadn't thought of it before. No. I've heard of, like, mm. th um, 3D chess before and they feature it on the big bang theory the tv show as well you're a big fan of that <laughs> um i like i don't like to admit it but i am yeah and it's like everyone that i tell because especially because you know i'm studying in that in that art form as well of, yeah, of screenwriting yeah it's 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 not a show that you go around being Proudly. proud of <laughs> proud of that you're into but i like it i cool. i don't know i just get addicted to things that are just real easy to watch i like that man i guess that's like me like my favorite band of all time and that's my might lose me friends is Blink-182 but I know that that band has so much disrespect and like gets fobbed off anyone who loves true punk which I also I also like it guys <laughs> I like no effects and Pennywise but anyone who loves yeah, those true punk bands that you go for <laughs> like not the Ramones yeah like. not the classics the most classic to me is no effects uh, but like anyone who I'm talking about punk music I'll pro like 
if I bring that up, I can feel myself getting ejected by them out of the conversation. But I feel like it doesn't change my love for them. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Big Bang Theory is the TV equivalent of Blink-182. Yeah, it's up there. Because like, it's so mainstream. It's yeah, so mainstream. I mean, so is, well, my favorite TV show sitcom of all time is Friends. Mm. And that's super mainstream as well. But I stand by Green the fact Day. that... That's, <laughs> that's Green Day. <laughs> I stand by the fact that not only is that my favorite TV show, but that is the best sitcom of all time. Huge. Yeah, and I and and Reese uh, Abridger is shaking his head over there. <laughs> and fair enough, I can understand. But I've seen um, I've seen that show all the way through maybe four times now. Friends, yeah, yeah. I just want to speak to the listener without you for a second, Timmy. Every time I come to Timmy's house, to be honest, him and his housemate Kate are on the couch watching Friends, and this conversation arises every single time. Oh no, there's only like seven or eight episodes. Till we finish, till we've completely finished, what are we going to do? And then every time after a couple of minutes passes, they'll figure out, oh, yeah, we'll start, we'll start it again. <laughs> it's like watching your friends stuck in a toxic cycle, except it's not that bad, the cycle they're stuck in. It's like, oh, I'm going to come over in three weeks and they'll be back to season three and they'll be having the conversation in another month. One of my dreams is to, is to if, I, if I was ever a billionaire, mm. I would buy the rights of Friends, take away the laughing track, and then just so I could just watch Friends all the way through without the laughing track. They do, if you haven't, if you, I, I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you haven't ever watched it, you can go on YouTube and type Friends without the laughing track. And it is one of the most strangest things that, 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 you'll, that you'll watch this week. It's I unnerving. It is unnerving, man. Do you think it would change you if you, instead of watching it back-to-back mm-hmm. seasons with Kate, mm-hmm. you watched back-to-back seasons of Friends Without a Laughing Track? Do you think it would change you as a person? I think it would. What sort I, I, of guy would you become? Oh, I don't know, dude. I think it would definitely change me. I don't know if it would be, be for better or for worse, but it would definitely change me because I would probably watch it three or four times through as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would, I would, I would watch it a few times for sure from start to finish. Imagine if it had, if its effect on you was you stopped laughing at things, because. <laughs> It would change this podcast. Dude, it would definitely change this podcast. It would, that would change my life more than anything. <laughs> it's a scary thought. If instead of laughing, you just kind of like silently looked at the person you just said the joke, if it was a joke. Cam's staring at me at the moment very unnervingly. <laughs> All right, Cam, I've got a good story for you. Hit me. Pot smoker finds overweight tiger in abandoned, wa- in abandoned house. Yes. <laughs> Um, the person Texas police are referring to as a concerned citizen rang authorities who initially believed the caller was hallucinating. A concerned caller um, called called the police, um, Houston Police Department, um, um, department's major offenders livestock animal cruelty unit. Mm. Uh, they were trying to get into the house to smoke marijuana. Uh, we questioned them as to whether they were under the effects of the drugs or they actually saw a tiger. Mm-hmm. They saw a tiger in this building, this vacant house, that's obviously abandoned for some time. The tiger has been the tiger was being held in an unlocked cage which was too small and not strong enough for a wild cat of that size, according to US reports. Yeah. Although the home is abandoned, packages of meat were found with the tiger. Um, so I don't know if someone was someone going. Was feeding it. Yeah, someone was going in there and just chucking things in there. So <laughs> <laughs> chucking some meat and yeah. packing stuff in there. So like, 
horrible shit. Like, you, you know, it's that, that, that t- it sucks that the tiger is in that situation. It's, it's, it's overweight, man. It's living the dream. <laughs> but I tell you what, man, as, as a, like I've smoked, I've smoked some, some, some weed and mm. some, some, some weird places. I mean, because, you know, we, we live in a country where, uh, you know, it's become a lot, I, I, I think it's become a, a, a lot more, um, you know, laid back smoking weed these days, mm. like, especially in Melbourne, you can go to a park and have a joint or whatever and no one says anything like that. But you know, like first started smoking weed, you know, 10, 10 years ago in Queensland and stuff, you would have to find spots where you're probably... A little secluded. Yeah, a little bit more secluded. And I tell you what, man, of all the things you could walk into after smoking a few joys, a giant... Like apex predator. That's what this like. This is an overweight apex predator, <laughs> but, still, <laughs> but it still is. You know what I mean? It's like it's even. It's it's like it's like going. It's like going into a fight with Rocky Balboa, but he's like four hundred kilos. He'd you know still what I mean? kill me. <laughs> but yeah, man. I think I think that's up there. I I would say like if if you have an animal that you're most afraid of, mm. would would tiger would tiger be up there? Because for me, like to I find w- in a house, yeah, to find in <laughs> to find in a house, yeah, it would probably have to be tiger, lion, or like a hundred snakes. Like big cats are definitely up there, though. Hey, yeah, you know what's crazy? Like, cause cause um uh in in Africa, mm. what, do you know what animals kill more people than any other animal? Hippo. Bing bang. Boom, Cam, spot on the money there. <laughs> I've never said bing, bang, boom before, but I got, maybe that's going to be my new catchphrase. A bing, bang, boom, Cam. And it helped me celebrate the moment, though. I wasn't ready to question it. I was like, that's right. Bing, what, what is it? Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> it feels like a Grant Denyer type thing. So I, I'm all about it. <laughs> Dude, I love Grant Denyer so much, man. He he still to this day is one of, for me, one of the best television presenters to ever, to ever... Yeah. Like go on stage in this country, <laughs> definitely. Bing bang boom. <laughs> <laughs> a bing bang boom. Um, how, how about you, man? Animal you'd hate to see? Yeah, man. I think um, look, big cats. Big cats are definitely, definitely up there. Mm. I mean, if it was, if it was one animal, it would probably be a big cat. Yeah. If it was a like pack animals. I think wolves probably would They've be. They've got some smartness and some organization to them too. Like you'd think you were running away and you'd be running inside like a maze that they had built. Dude, dogs but are crazy. Like we had a we had a friend and her dog um, got um, taken by dingoes in Australia. And what they do is they, um, so she lives, she lived out on like, um, on like farmland just outside of Brisbane. And they send in the female dingo when they're on heat. So mm. they have like the, the, the pheromones and the male dingoes lay a trap and they get the female dingo to drag the male dogs out of the houses into the right. trap where the boys. male dingoes... Yeah. Oh, boys! <laughs> but isn't that fucking crazy that they... What are you up to? That they know how Come to do that. Come with me. Come with me. But isn't that wild they know how to do that, man? How to lure another species. Yeah. yeah. Through scent and like lay traps and shit. Yeah, I know. It's vicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess like getting into fo- following a following a female dingo and heated to a trap would probably be my. <laughs> That's what you would fear life, the most: <laughs> being stoned in a house and being attracted to a female dingo who leads you into a trap. <laughs> That's the one, bro. It's my biggest fear, man. <laughs> 
a documentary has been released about the Swedish way of saying yes. The unusual way that some Swedish people say yes often surprises those unfamiliar with the dialect. The noise is a cross between a gasp and a slurp. Timmy, give us a sample. It's curious linguistic phenomenon. The local explores where it comes from and what exactly it means. So basically, there's a small area in Sweden where the noise you just mean... Uh, was that close to what, what it sounds like? They do it a little more whispery. I'm going like, to give you a video of a bunch of them back to back, like a vox pop of these Swedish yeah. northern Sweden'ers yeah. saying yes in this special way. But yeah, there's a documentary that's just come out about it. Um, so I'll try guide you one more time. Okay. It's the, what you just did, but with no, no voice box. So it's like a whisper version of that. Yeah, maybe I'll say something that you would say yes to. Hey, man, do you mind if I go inside and use one of your towels? <laughs> is, that what, like, is, is that really what it is? Maybe we jump to the... I'll play, I'll play the noise. <laughs> it surely is that, that's not it, right? So there is this guy doing the interview. So we'll probably have to listen to an ad and then listen to him intro everything What's that I What's the ad did. for? Um, the lady coming out of the woman's bathroom. She looks stressed out. A man has just come out of the woman's bathroom and sat down next to her. And now they're staring at the camera. L- live a little. Oh, did, they, did they just rip? They must have. Uh, is, what's the ad for? What's a polo? I think the ad must be for... Is um, it like a dating website or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fr- it was from Sweden because this whole thing's in Sweden. So I don't know what that product is. But cheat on your wife according <laughs> to Apollo. <laughs> okay, here's the... Or husband. That means yes. Here in the Umeå, we say uh, And that means yes. How do you say uh, yes? Teach me how to say it. How say do, yes. How do you say it? Yeah. Do you have to like that? Yeah, Yeah, so I think, I think I'm nailing it. Your one sounds like there's a little bit of wet food at the front of your mouth. <laughs> I got a wet mouth. <laughs> um, I'm quite a wet person all over. Like, I get real clammy. Like I've got like I've always had like I always get like real clammy hands. Is it based on mood? Nah, it's just like it's just they'll just do their own thing. So your hand at some points might be clammier than the top of your head, or is you consistently wet all over? Um, no, there's definitely like the wet spots. Like I got like wet hands, I'll get like wet feet and stuff like that. Yeah. And then sometimes I do it with my girlfriend by being like, oh, pretend it's like a nice, like a nice, like clammy towel, like a nice wet towel, and I'll like put it on her face and stuff. What does she do? Um, she's horrified. She yeah. hates it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Many Swedes think that that sound that we're making is unique to the north of their country, but it's become a stereotype of strong, silent people in northern Sweden. So on TV shows and in advertising, so there's an ad for a beer in Sweden called Norland's Guild. Norland's Guild beer. Do you want one? Oh, that's cool. I like that because that goes with like the, the sippy noise. Yeah, too. but yeah. if we think of another product like... Um, those hair clips that girls use, those little metal things that look like tongs, like rusty tongs. Rusty tong hair clips. Would you like one? 
Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some camera. Okay, you do yeah, the thing. Yeah. Okay, right. But I'm gonna advertise them as if they were your products, like that you're selling as a business. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cami boys butt plugs. Cami boys moon cups. You want another one? Yeah. All right. Um. Cami boys trucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> a little bit more masculine. That was no, nice. I was like, yes. <laughs> Ending an ad on yes is weird. Anyway, can you do the same three and I'll end with a normal yes? Okay. Cami boys butt plugs. Yes. Cami boys moon cups. Yes. Cami boys trucks. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, love it! What a weird feeling this is. <laughs> Police looking for meddling mother who won't stop asking women to date her son. <laughs> Dude, this other fucking love this story, right? So, with Valentine's Day looming on the calendar this week, one proactive mum has been relentlessly trying to find her son a date. The unidentified mother has been so persistent that po- that police at um, a university in Maryland have warned female students about her behaviour. Yeah. Canvas police recently uh, released an uh, incident advisory asking for the community's help to identify the woman who they say has scoured the library looking for a date for her son. That's where she's looking. (laughs) She wants a smart woman. (laughs) She wants a real smart lady for her son. The mother is described to be in her 50s and was spotted approaching students in two campus buildings last week. Um, according to the university, this guy, according to the university police, she has, she has shown multiple women a picture of her son on her cell phone and asked them if they will consider dating him. Poor dude. dude. Do you reckon he knows? Uh, yeah, he does know. <laughs> he knows. But it's like, this is like all over campus news and, um... Oh. And then heaps of comments have come around. So, like, people, students put up comments like, police stepped in to prevent the boy dying of embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another person from the uni said, yeah, if I was shopping for a guy, I'd definitely run d- towards one whose mum had to look for dates and would probably attend all of them. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this, this dude... I tell you what, man. There's, there's, there's not much worse than that. Like you're, a, you're a uni student of all the embarrassing things that could happen to you. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of too many things that that are up there worse. Public, but like even if you shat yourself in public, you know what I mean. Like that's. Would you? Okay. Would you rather have be known that you're the son of like this is your mother at the mm. university, or? At um at like a big awards night, you visibly shat yourself on stage. They're the two choices that you had to had to go with. You you were wearing sort of um like uh, khaki pants. Yeah, baggy. Yeah, um they were pretty baggy, so they they like <laughs> they scooped up like they, yeah, they, they noticeably. Could, yeah, very noticeably. Yeah. Like you had like the, you could actually see the weight of the pants droop a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and they'd go discolored. Uh, yeah, definitely a bit discolored. Uh, I'd be the son of the mum. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like I just asked yeah. out of the blue. That's nice, you Kim. Yeah, that's nice. My that's mum. Like, yeah, that's nice. That means you love your mum. Yeah, my mum loves me too. <laughs> 
I think I'd choose the poo, to be honest. Though. Real. Yeah, because at least you, you can then just be like, oh, like, you know, if you dated me, this is like, oh, like not shit myself or I'll have like like gastro medication or whatever you know what I mean but if you if you dated that person like mm. then their mother's going to be around for a while probably that is true yeah yeah like you can and she's going to be so involved problems. if she's involved before you've met the son I'm talking to you if you're a girl <laughs> listening to this and you're thinking oh that son sounds cool just think about this if the mum's involved before you met the boy how involved is she going to be two years in at that second year anniversary? It's probably just going to be the mum and you. <laughs> like the son won't even be there. Would you rather mm. have your mum in the room the first time you um, consummate your relationship? Is that what you or, call it? Or <laughs> the first time you wrote, okay. the first time you have sex, the first time you make love, whatever you want to call it. None of or, them. <laughs> or she's on your honeymoon like for the whole for the whole honeymoon the two the two weeks um but she's not in the room while you room she's just in the country she's no like you guys are like they're they're like neighboring rooms and you spend the whole time with them you know what i mean so it's two weeks mm. and except for the time so you from like say 7 in the morning until 10 at night you yeah. have to spend with your mother and and your recent wife yeah or the the rooting thing. They're hanging out in another country, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't even add anything weird to that one. <laughs> like that's just a, an okay trip. <laughs> Were you thinking I might go the root one? I don't know. I was hoping that I didn't have to answer my own question as soon as I asked. Because would you go for the mum in the room? Oh, nah, nah. Because my mum listens to this podcast. The thing is, in eight months' time, you are going overseas with your mum and your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, like, that's not an abhorrent idea to you. Look, I'm, I'm having realisations that this question is really backfiring on me. <laughs> But that's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> Big back boom, baby. <laughs> My mum used to do the opposite of what this mum did for her son. Mum used to tell girls who had phoned, because we only had a landline. Girls would every now and then phone up to have a chat to me. Mm. And mum would like tell them, oh, no, don't phone here. Like Cam's not of an age where he should be. Uh, How old were you at the to time? Girls, like 15, 16. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon that's a fair thing? Nah, I would say... I would say like 14 below, I would have been like, yeah. but then 14 below, you're probably just friends, right? Yeah. I wasn't really dating. Like I was like, that was my whole thing was going to be just have talks on the landline anyway. Like mum, yeah. I wouldn't even call it a cock block mum. So there, <laughs> so if you're listening, <laughs> so too bad, too bad mum. I managed to add them on MSN and message them. <laughs> A 27-year-old man is attempting to sue his parents on the basis that he never consented to being born. <laughs> Mumbai businessman Raphael Samuel identifies as an anti-natalist, anti-natalist, which means that he believes birth has a negative value and procreation is morally wrong. Since it's impossible to ask unborn children whether they want to be brought into the world, Raphael argues that it's wrong to have children at all. He says, it was not our decision to be born. And so, in his view, it's perfectly reasonable to demand recompense. His mother said, that's fine, 
but don't expect me to go easy on you. I will destroy you in court. Oh, fucking bam, son. Back to back stories of mums mums with a plan. I love that mum, man. She is awesome. Fuck that dude. I hope she. I hope he takes him. To, I hope he takes her to court, and I hope and she, she destroys, destroys him. him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, no, dude. That dude sucks. Yeah. That dude sucks so bad. You know what I mean? It's like, look, he, he sounds like. Look, I don't know the dude's situation. I don't know if he's got any like real reason, like any real hardships in life. Or, they call him a businessman, so I feel like he's probably got some money. So go hard. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Well, fuck that, dude, man. Like, there's so many people in the world that 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 have like real proper hardships from like mm. disabilities or whatever that, yeah. that that might be like, look, like life's real fucking hard, and I don't really like doing it every day. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But this dude seems to have an all right fucking life, and he's just like stands up, standing up on his pedestal and making a little fucking scene. Yeah. What a fucking wanker. Yeah. Yeah. He's so confused. <laughs> That's nice. That's a nice way to put it. He's, he's just a little confused. <laughs> he is. Because I, I understand his point of view up to a point. Mm. Like, if he was to say, I reckon there's a lot of kids in the world, his mum and everyone will go, yeah, man, there's tons. A lot of them are hungry. And then he goes, so what I'm thinking is like, what I like to evaluate is whether or not we should be bringing more kids in the world. Yeah. Every happy will go, yeah, man, totally get you. And then if his third point and final point was, so I've decided personally for myself because i'm in charge of myself that i'm not going to have kids everyone will go yeah man good on you nice to meet you see you later but that last point is where his brain goes i'm gonna sue my mum." does he does he have any kids himself nah yeah cool because that would be that would be the ultimate it'd be a good time though if a chick came out and said oh i've actually got our son you didn't know that he was born then what? <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to see that. But I also feel real sorry for that kid. Yeah. <laughs> having that dude as a dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. New York woman resorts to baseball bat after patty not available. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the second option? Dude, that's, that, that, that's, that's, the, that's the headline, right? So a woman who couldn't get a beef patty at a favorite new, uh, new York eatery used a used a baseball bat in protest. On Saturday, police released surveillance video of the woman in action in the Bronx smashing a restaurant's windows Mm. after learning the eatery had run out of her favourite food. Police say the woman at, um, at, at the restaurant came in the afternoon and ordered a patty. She was told they'd run out, and she got really upset. Authorities say she left and came back soon after to the Jamaican restaurant with the bat. Uh, the video shows the woman bashing in two windows very aggressively. She then fled, and police are still ser- uh, police were still searching for her on Saturday, but have now found her and charging her for the incident. Yeah. What's the angriest you've ever gotten food-related? Oh, man. I've been angry about food so often. Yeah, I'm man, a pretty hangry person. So am I, man. Like in in my relationship uh, with 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 my girlfriend Shell, the only time we ever fight is when either one of us uh, are hangry or the big fights where we're both hangry. It's Bad the only time, dude. It's the only time we ever fight. And our relationship's great these days because we go the we're just real open about the other person. We're like. I'm on that road to getting hangry and we go, okay, and we just stop whatever we're doing. We go and sort out the, the food thing and then life is sweet. And we never, early. Dude, we never fight about anything. Yeah, so that's the only thing we fight about. That's beautiful. 
I think that means that's a healthy relationship. I think so. Yeah, man, that's great. <laughs> we do real bad in like, like Africa or real like, like starving. Yeah. starving continent you guys would have gone like on that. maybe a date one day <laughs> one day <laughs> oh, she's so selfish <laughs> she didn't share <laughs> um i like see i've um i've 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 got mad because um the worst is when you get when you're in a relationship and you get like uber eats mm. and they send your partner's food but not yours does that happen that's happened to me before. i haven't had a partner since uber eats came out i just realized dude you gotta be you gotta be real wary about that that's <laughs> that an <laughs> awful thing to happen and then what happens do you split the one meal um oh, so it was yuck, my, it I'm was so glad i'm single that it sounds was <laughs> terrible <laughs> it was mine that was left out and then oh, i just got real bad about it real was bad. she eating um, I told her to eat. I was. I tried to be in a grumpy just, voice. Oh yeah. I was like, it was. It was a hostile environment. That's for damn sure. There's and then no what damn... did you do? Just sit there smelling it. I just. I just. I just went into the other room. Oh. I had. A, I had a cigarette. I ordered more food straight away. Yeah. I ordered like more food, and then and then I just went in the other room. The food came, and then I ate, and it was cool. Yeah, and then the tension was gone. Yeah. Well, I knew. I knew at that point. No, I had a deadline then. I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, if the food didn't come in the second order, shit would have really hit the fan, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I think got at real that bad. point, any offer of like a worse snack probably doesn't help. Like if they were like, oh, we've got some crackers and we've got an old bit of cheese in the fridge. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, go and get fucked. Like, that's, that's why people get slapped. <laughs> From comments like that in situations such as that one. That's why people get slapped. <laughs> so do you feel like you sort of agree with, 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 with that woman's actions? The baseball bat woman? Uh, I understand. I can relate. Like, I don't know if there's, I agree. Like, There's other things on the menu. <laughs> it's like, but she just really wanted that beef patty. She, yeah, she was set on it. She was real set on it. I reckon probably what happened behind the scenes is a, simil a situation similar to what you're saying. Her boyfriend got his food. <laughs> and she was like, don't, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll walk down the road and I'll just get a beef patty burger for myself. I'll get it on foot. Oh, don't worry. I don't need a delivery driver. And he was like, okay, see you soon. And she walked out. She's like, just need to get this meal. I'll get it. And then went in. Didn't have it. The one thing she was set on. And so she was like, I'm going to show them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing too is like, she would have had to walk home, mm. get a baseball bat, yep. walk back to the restaurant. Most people would calm down by then. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or, or have sort of like, you're probably passing other food venues all the way there and all the way back. I, like, you know what I mean? I think that's why she keeps the baseball bat at home. Because she wants to check if it's worth the rampage. There'll be other times oh, yeah. where she's like gone to a friend's like bridal party and she'll be like, oh, Monica's going to be there. Monica always tells lies, makes stuff up. That's okay. Uh, I won't take my baseball bat with me. <laughs> but when Monica starts to wind me up, I'll leave. I'll walk home. That takes me 15 minutes. I'll grab the bat. And then if as I'm walking back, if I take time to calm down, I'll just go home and stay home. So she gives herself that kind of cool down period. And this time she realized I am going to smash this place up because <laughs> she was still raging she had the bat in her hand she got all the way back and so to me because she's built that little system for herself i'm glad she smashed the place <laughs> <laughs> so
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think we're coming close to the end of the show, Timmy. Yeah. Um, how, how long has this been going for? <laughs> please bear with us. Listener, we're just going to check. Um, you talk to the listener, Timmy. I'll have oh, a look cool, at the computer. Cool. Um, I would uh, one thing I'll put in now while we're while we're while we're um, d- doing that I'll say that um, we do have some gigs coming up in the in the in the coming months that we're going to be um, putting the events up real soon. Um, we have we have um, a gig at the SB playing with uh, Reese's band just over here, our producer Reesex, which is going to be really exciting. We haven't played at um, the SB since they've reopened. And as mm. many people, especially people in Melbourne know, uh, the SB is a, is, is a really iconic venue and um, we're really happy to be playing there. And we're also playing a gig with uh, some really good mates, Meat and... Uh, is it Stiff Richards? Definitely Meat. Yeah. And, um, and we're playing in the Grace Darling Basement. Which is very exciting. Two basements in March. Two basement shows, man. Yeah. It's very so so. So next month, um, we're gonna be doing those two shows. Yeah, man. It's gonna be good. All right, Cammy, have you got another story <laughs> for us, brother? Um, I feel like are we at the end of the show? Now we got a little bit of time. If you wanna do, if you wanna do another story, bro. I have got a follow-up story. I've gone through all my main stories. Cool, cool. Hit me, man. All right. So, as you may remember, a few weeks ago, I talked about Pete Evans and his hobby of staring directly into the sun. So, Pete Evans, yeah, the celebrity chef, right. (laughs) (coughs) So, celebrity chef Pete Evans has come out saying that it's best, it's probably best, to avoid sunscreen. So, he recently made headlines when he was talking about the health benefits of staring directly into the sun a process that he's named sun gazing. He doubled down on those comments recently in a News Corp interview hinting at a sinister mainstream media conspiracy to keep us from lapping up the sun's healing rays. (laughs) In a recent interview, Pete Evans said, Today, we have the mainstream media saying if we're walking to the bus, we need to be lathering up in sunscreen every single day. I mean... Is that not the most ludicrous thing that has ever been said in the history of humankind? I can think of others, Pete. <laughs> I love how he just digs a hole. Like, there's nothing more exciting for me than watching watching a celebrity dig a hole in front of in front of the world to see. You know mm. what I mean? It's like he's stuck by his guns. I think he's nut job, but I kind of respect it at the same time. Is mm. you know what I mean? Is that weird? Like, I respect when people stick by their crazy views yeah. as long as they're not hurting others like he's not he's not really hurting anyone with this you know if someone's mm. silly enough to listen to him then i guess that's kind of on them i do know what you mean i think for these ones they're pretty harmless and yeah. silly like stare into the sun don't wear sunscreen i think he like he's not promoting hate mm. i think that he is one of the ones i'm pretty sure though who kind of says like you can eat like health food your way out of like some serious diseases and i think when you're doing that (laughs) that's dangerous (laughs) yeah i think that's when it gets dangerous because for these ones you're like obviously pete i'm not going to look into the sun (laughs) but when he see one of those people like don't don't go get chemo just eat some Mm. like oranges yeah he's one of those dudes yeah that's that's a little bit it's weird though because it doesn't seem to have affected his career like i feel like he's just carrying on and he's still in the limelight is it because he's got like a nice face <laughs> well i guess people kind of have to like then like if so, if someone really wants to prove him wrong mm. scientists will then have to go just say if he goes oh kiwi fruits are uh, uh, are a cure of cancer for mm. someone to prove him wrong scientists 
excuse me, scientists will then have to go do a whole like experimental testing on kiwi fruit and and patients to prove him wrong. So I think uh, they're just. I think the answer is just to go. Oh, just let him say. Just let the dummy say whatever he wants to say. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, cause that, that's how science like works. Like, if you want to prove someone wrong, you have to go spend actually, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think they just kind of go. Look, we're just gonna deal with it. Yeah. So it's like a kid with an annoying toy. Just like wait for the battery to run out. <laughs> Like, don't look at him. <laughs> don't look at him. Cam, I've got a, uh, a send-in for you. Mm. So this send-in is from uh, Stallion Matthew Peters. Yep. Uh, he's, uh, had, he's sent in a, a couple before that we've read on the, read on the show. Welcome so wel- back. welcome back, Matt. Um, so the headline is, CEO of Huawei refuses to stop using the expression, it's my way or the Huawei. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's pretty much the, the, the headline is pretty much the story, bro. They, the people have told him to stop using it and he has said no, no. <laughs> which I love. Um, uh, yeah, that's, I'm just re- reading through the story now and that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, good on him. Yeah. I think that might be me and Bing Bang Boom from now on. <laughs> Some Alice will be like, look, you got to stop saying Bing Bang Boom. No. No. <laughs> It's my way or the Huawei. <laughs> when I first, because I have a Huawei phone. How do you say it? Huawei. I, Huawei. I looked it up. Is it Huawei? Yeah, you it's, just treat it like it's a W. Yeah. The so H-U-A, it's, it's, you just go, nah, nah. It's w. my way or the Huawei. Yeah. Yeah, that even works better. Yeah, that's... We, when, yeah. We first got, when I first got the phone, I was saying, um, what was I saying? Like, Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I remember that. <laughs> and because um, Huawei are the, are the ones that... Um, that uh, all the conspiracies, and I don't know if it's true or what. I didn't read too much into it, but they were saying that the ch- they were the ones uh, connected with the Chinese government, uh-huh. getting your documents and information off your phone. Yeah, yeah. Do you know a bit about that, Reese? I'll give him. Oh, okay. Um, it's true. That's 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 the extent of my knowledge of so it. So that's been proven. Uh, I won't. I won't say proven. Um, but what website race? <laughs> <laughs> what consp- was it? A YouTube video poorly filmed with some scary music. Oh, I, c- I can't. I think, I think I saw it on a video for sure, mm-hmm. and then also saw an article about it yeah. by the Guardian, but didn't read it. <laughs> but you saw a headline. <laughs> so that supported the YouTube video. Yeah, it's a poorly researched YouTube video. <laughs> Was supported by a Guardian article Which headline you didn't read. <laughs> that I didn't read. No. So basically, I can can I can confirm mm-hmm. as the researcher of this podcast. <laughs> it's, tr- it's true. It's all true. Can I? While you've got the mic, sorry, Timmy. While you've got the mic, race, and while we're in this segment of the show where we're doing follow-ups, I would like to ask you about your favorite. Well, I've decided in my mind it's your favorite topic of all time. I'd Actually, like, yeah, yeah, and I think you already know because it's your favorite topic. <laughs> it's time for the egg. <laughs> it's egg time, baby. Can't can't spell best segment in the world without egg. So I've seen a couple of updates, Reese. Um, um, and tell me, have you been seeing these updates? I have been. Okay, talk. Uh, say, let's talk about this as if somebody hasn't heard anything since the egg just got tons of likes. So what's happened? There was a an Instagram account that got built called World Famous, uh, built from the World ground up. 
created. An Instagram profile was created called World Record Egg, and it was a photo of an egg, and it just, just, just got millions of, of likes. And then yeah. what's happened since? 50 million, 52 million at this stage. And uh, in the last couple of weeks, they've slowly been posting. Is that the most liked photo ever on Instagram? It is. Yeah, that's it, cool, by man. By a bloody landslide, yeah. too. And um, it was originally um, made to, to beat Kylie Jenner's? Or Kylie Jenner yeah. and a photo of her kid. Yep. <laughs> that was and so pretty, pretty wholesome family content, honestly. <laughs> and but so have you noticed, Reese, that they've been adding I new have, photos yeah. of it? They've posted several photos of the egg cracking over about a month-ish yep. um, of just slowly the egg's been cracking. And I'm looking what at does the that mean? feed right now. And then on um, uh, the 2nd of February, about a week before the Super Bowl, they posted this. Can you describe made, what that is? They've made the egg look like a football. They've put like the rubber band up the middle with lines coming off it. And then there's and, a video. And how many likes did that photo get? Uh, and that one had, uh, I'll have a look, uh, six and a half million. That's still great. Still, still a lot. Good. Still very, very much a lot. And then this uh, 20 million view video. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm the record. I'm the world record egg. You may have heard of me. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've started to crack. And it's, oh, it popped. The pressure of social media is getting to me. If you're struggling too, talk to someone. Oh, that's that's good. So that's really nice. (coughs) So it had a good cause behind it. Yeah, and it's apparently this a campaign about uh, it's called the talkingegg.com. Yep. Or talkingegg.info. And yeah, it's a it's a mental health thing (laughs) about social media. Yeah. And I'm just shocked. I can't believe there was something just so beautiful behind it. Yeah. Like like, when I saw the Super Bowl post and the, the the footy. Coming up, I was like, "Oh God, they've sold this page to yeah. someone, to some freak that's mm-hmm. just gonna pop it open. And it's gonna be like, ah, we were Coco all along, yeah, yeah, dingus." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good cause, and yeah, that's our weekly update on the world record egg. I'm glad it took a positive spin. That's egg time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bang boom. <laughs> Bing bang boom. Egg time. Okay, you got any? Is that it for for send-ins? I've got one send-in, one more send-in. Hit me. It's from Josh Pursehouse. Welcome to the show, Stallion Josh. A small group have gathered in a Walmart car park to drink wine from Pringles canisters. Hmm. <laughs> Red wine or white wine? Is it specific on 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 what sort of wine you drink? You're allowed to drink any any wine, yeah, but yeah. only wine. Oh, it has to be wine. Right. And, and is it specific of what flavour Pringle can you use? Or? Nah, that's up to you too. Yeah, cool. Well, that's nice. You can personalise the whole experience. Okay. Yep. You can stand and in any car park at the Walmart, Walmart and like, car park like as well. Like big Pringle cans and little Pringle cans? Big only. Oh, big only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> more than, more than 10,000 people indicated <laughs> that they're interested in coming along to... Drinking wine from a Pringles can in Walmart's parking lot on Wednesday. Uh, One of the organizers said, we're going to meet in the parking lot of this Walmart and we're going to drink wine. Or you can drink whatever you like. Oh, sorry, Timmy, I gave you the wrong info. You can drink something else out of the Pringles can. Uh, I liked it when it was a bit more specific, Kev. Okay, it has to be wine. (laughs) (laughs) So police have said that they're aware of, they were aware of the event and chose not to intervene. Uh, they said that an open container violation is a misdemeanor. 
so they could find people two hundred dollars each if they wanted. I watched a. Geez, usually in America they kill people for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> they were white. <laughs> uh, there was about three to five people that actually ended up going because I watched a video, uh, an interview video of a reporter who was there, and the reason that this group gathered was to honor a woman that was arrested. She's still alive. I say honor. They liked a woman who was arrested because yeah. she was driving a motorized scooter, drinking wine out of a Pringles can three weeks before that. Okay, okay well, that's very different. So she's driving around drunk. Like, but on a mobility scooter. Like oh, on a mobility. Oh, I thought you meant like, like on electric, a... On, not oh. on a moped, on, oh. a, like, on an old person scooter. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. That's right, eh? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So thank you very much, Stallion Josh. Cheers, and guys, please uh, keep sending in the stories. Um, we love receiving them, and um, we, we love when you guys jump jump on and, and get involved. And we've been uh, getting some great stories lately, and please keep them coming. Well, Cam, now it's time, my friend, mm. to cleanse your palate yeah. and to walk away here feeling great. It is that time of the week again for the good news story. All right. The headline is... Hockey player revives teammate who didn't have a pulse for five minutes. Uh, Jib Street has been, great name too, Jib yeah. Street, awesome, Tough. has been playing hockey his entire life, but his life nearly ended during a pickup hockey game, uh, which is just like mates getting together at the, um, at, at the local hockey ring mm-hmm. uh, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Street suddenly dropped to the ice after he went into cardiac arrest. He didn't have a pulse for more than five minutes, but as luck would have it, a fellow player was an emergency room doctor. Uh, uh, Dr. Craig Bryant, whom Street calls his guardian angel, and other teammates uh, as well quickly jumped into action to save his life. Street has made a full recovery and gave Bryant one of his most prized possessions, a hockey jersey signed by the great hockey player Wayne Gretzky. Um, uh, Brian said, uh, he said, oh my gosh, look at this. That is amazing. And Brian said, um, I love you, man. Thank you so much. So man, you know, it's just, I think that's just, you know, it's, it's obviously, um, that person has training in that thing, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a real awesome thing, man. When you hear, when you hear stories of people jumping into action and not freezing up as it's really easy to do in, in, in really yeah. pinnacle, scary moments like that when, when mm-hmm. people are hurt or in stress and for someone to just jump into action and save another person's life like that, that they're friends with as well is just really amazing and nice and yeah. just great to, that a friend was able to do that for another friend and look out for him, you know? Absolutely, man. It's heartwarming stuff. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode, Cam. It sure does. It's been good hanging out. It's been nice hanging out in the backyard. Thanks again, Reese. Appreciate it. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're only allowed, allowed to say hello. <laughs> Unless you're talking about the egg. <laughs> then you can say anything. All right, well, thank you very much, guys. My name is Tim. My name's Cam. My name's <laughs> and you've been listening to Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. Please uh, jump on next week and um, we'll hope to be in your ears again very soon. We'd like to come back.
right We're getting euphoric up in Queensland Boozing on the brown snake with our mates You can sing too, come on Sing the keyboard solo while you're sitting on the train, tram or bus. Sing it to a stranger. Make full eye contact while singing that keyboard solo. You might find love. Pat the rhythm on their knee after you get permission from them. Pull the emergency brake. Keep singing this solo. Lock eyes with the driver and say, I'm not sorry. We're getting euphoric up in Queensland. We're sinking mangoes and it's great We're getting euphoric up in Queensland Boozing on the brown snake with our mates